0: reseller clickbait podcast episode 72 can bill fire this thing up and let's see if she should burn
1: <laughs> oh i'm sure it's gonna burn straight to the ground <laughs> how you doing Corey? i'm doing good, good how are you doing see this you, my friend oh i'm good i'm good i'm good for sure oh man what a week busy a week. week it was One a busy week. week
0: for both of us
1: yes for sure had a lot of stuff going on um so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Halloween the holiday live tour yes. Halloween edition. We've got uh we've got, you know, sometimes in in say some of the Facebook groups and stuff, a lot of negativity about buyers in a lot of situations, but we got some some good buyer situations that we some are going to talk buyers. about. Gracious buyers. yeah gracious buyers some good buyer experiences so stick around we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show but we always like to start out with uh how was your how was your week oh wait we should probably talk though right about the hollow the holiday live tour right here let's do in the beginning that's coming up quick right that's that's thursday right because this this is monday the 23rd Yep. And Thursday the twenty sixth were prime time, prime better, time. What's you prime better write time? that down. Yeah. What's prime the time? time? Eight p.m. Eastern time. Eight oh, p.m. So Eastern time.
0: Seven 24. o'clock normal time.
1: Seven o'clock normal time. There's yep. what Eastern, then there's normal Mountain and Pacific. Is that right. what you correct? Is that the time yep. zones that you go with? Okay. To my so, understanding. <laughs> right here on this channel reseller clickbait podcast channel thursday evening the 26th 8 p.m we will be live with um a a halloween show a hollow wait oh wait here's here's the the graphic right here the holiday live tour Official <laughs> logo, except I need to do so. Okay, look at this. Everybody, turn and look at your screen right now. Look at this picture of Corey. I need to get a new picture of you, Corey. Yeah. If you're on the you look, if you're on
0: the the audio side of the podcast, listening, come check out the YouTube yes. channel because Ken put a picture of me on that Holiday um, Live Tour logo. That I'm not <laughs> sure how he got a picture of me pooping, <laughs>
1: but there it is. It's right there. You look a, you look a bit disgruntled, Corey, you look, about. Uh, you, wanting to yeah, do whatever it is I, I wasn't happy there <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed
0: to so, be a festive time ken
1: we're gonna have some guests on the show we are going to do a halloween kind of a trivia game yes we're gonna have prizes we're gonna have uh who are the we're guests gonna, you know we're we're gonna reach into the coffers well if i told you right now that would spoil it oh ken well it, well I, I can tell you a secret i'm a, I'm, yes. I'm co-hosting yes <laughs> you could tell me ken well i will tell you i would tell you and about <laughs> who, the, who the guests are no but we got we got some fun going on with that and you know we got to put some teasers out here in the next couple of days of who yep. guests will be and games prizes everything that goes along with halloween and fun and uh so we will all find sure. out together Tune on Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern time for that. But anyway, we were talking about our week. At least we were starting to talk about our week. And then I interrupted with uh, with the holiday live tour stuff. The so, important stuff. Yes. Oh, oh, we did one thing. Okay. One thing Corey and I did collectively together. We worked on the audio side of our podcast, yeah. you know because now now we have a new competition much like our our made up uh fake competition we're doing with the two old guys reselling podcasts. i don't even know that those guys are you know they did acknowledge it but we're trying to race them to a thousand subs so you know go tell your grandma or your aunt you know get a bunch of fake accounts and they're very confident the over there. clickbait podcast they are they're they're really somewhat dismissive about it but uh we're trying we're to pull out like between three and five new subs per episode, guys. So watch your oh, back. yeah. You know, they gave us grief because you know they're like a third of the episodes and they already got uh like well three times more subs than we do. But we're we're racing them. Yeah, we're racing them over there in our minds anyway. We you know, hashtag goals, but now we worked on the <laughs> audio this week because now we want to have better audio than the flipping fantastic podcast because yep. i you know i heard a rumble and a buzz out there that they may have a the best audio the best in audio. the business you know so mo and alicia they've been working on their their uh podcast over there and their audio is spot on so you know we're going to take that title too eventually We we'll get there Eventually, you know, at least from the DOG standpoint, you know, we got, you know, those delusions of grandeur. We are going to, (laughs) we're going to be the best audio podcast. We're going to have more subs. We're going to be, I don't know, what other categories could we be the best at? Best looking host? Uh, Well, maybe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a stretch. I mean, maybe on the Halloween episode, if we wear a mask, (laughs) we could pull that one off. (laughs)
1: We, we might be playing out of our depth here but uh hopefully hopefully there's uh somewhat of a noticeable difference in our audio if not hey if you notice something throw it down in a in a comment we would appreciate that or if you have any suggestions we're always open to suggestions or just criticism to make the show better oh yeah definitely doesn't have to be you know. constructive it does not it does not tear us down rip us apart we don't care but uh so, so Ken, oh, another... speaking of
0: uh speaking of yes. halloween here we yes. got a surprise delivery at our house this week that i had no idea was coming and okay you know when you order from granger or something you order boxes and they come in those giant pallet sized cardboard boxes yes well we we got one of those that showed up at our house and We opened it up, and there was, like, $200 worth of individual candies in the box. Like, hundreds and hundreds of pieces of candy showed up at our front porch.
1: (laughs) So, you kind of went trick-or-treating at Granger. Is that what you're telling me? Well, it wasn't from Granger. Oh, it wasn't from Granger. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. It was was a
0: Granger-like box. I was trying to explain
1: how big the box was. Gotcha. 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 Okay. So, So who sent said candy?
0: Well, amazon sent it but graham's ordered it so so teresa placed an order they have an event here in town on our main street every year for halloween Uh where all the businesses on main street hand out candy to all the kids on one day oh yeah 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 yeah. and we usually participate that Teresa usually dresses up in a big inflatable chicken outfit and walks (laughs) around in front of (laughs) our building
1: (laughs) you you guys in your chickens last week you talked about how you raise chickens for company and, and we like uh, our chickens you've got uh some chicken chicken maintenance going on there with your summer the, and your your winter they're, the, they're the only pet the that feeds
0: you they feed you breakfast and when you're sick of them you can eat the pet so the, we do like our <laughs> chickens
1: <laughs> <laughs> unlike cats you know if you're we can well, but i've heard they're I stringy it depends I guess it depends on what country you're from, whether or not you're you're eating. Okay, so Teresa, Teresa's dressing up in this inflatable chicken. Oh, please, please tell me there's going to be photographs of this. There's
0: going to be photographs. There okay. are every year, but yeah, she she had a a giant, like a giant box that's probably three foot by three foot box of just candy show up at okay. our doorstep, which was a shocking surprise to say the least when I went to open it thinking it was boxes. But then it Uh made it worse because she actually, when she saw me open it, I got yelled at for opening it, for one. (laughs) And then now I'm not allowed to eat any of said candy.
1: See, you probably (laughs) were all excited, like, yes, it's here. It was like like winning the
0: lottery and then finding out the ticket
1: was in your neighbor's name. It's just, (laughs) it's not fair. What? Okay, now are these uh, like just little heart candies? Are the candy bars? Are they what? It, what do she do you got every out?
0: she got everything like all the popular candy bars and skittles and and snickers and all that stuff but they're all okay. the the miniature size ones
1: okay they call that the fun size there's fun there's size. nothing fun there's nothing it just means you gotta open more wrappers two bites of of candy yeah see if everybody gave uh you know it would it would help you know in the in the with the Like the recycling and everything in this country, you know, everybody's conscious about litter and all that stuff. If everybody gave out full size candy bars, there would be less paper wrappings. You know what? You know what makes them even less fun?
0: What? Teresa, which you won't let you eat them.
1: (laughs) Yes, ah, man, come on, I'm gonna send out a plate, Teresa. Come on. You know, give a guy, give a guy, you know, oh, that that doesn't work.
0: That doesn't work on, on truth. No, she's when she says no eating the candy. I have to go buy my own. Okay.
1: Okay. I don't think she's (laughs) listening to this part. Corey, have you? Oh, she don't listen to this podcast at all, Ken. At all. She doesn't. Well, you should get into her account and, you know, like, and subscribe. Anyway, we need that subscriber count, but I should have you, have you snuck any since she's not listening? I don't have to whisper anymore. I have maybe a bag
0: of Skittles, maybe
1: one bag of Skittles.
0: And it it could have
1: been, yeah, we'll just maybe. (laughs) Maybe one little bag or like a bag that had like multiple bags in it. She was one of the little bags, but she has has a
0: spreadsheet with how many pieces of candy she has because she tracks it every year to know what (laughs) she needs to buy for next year. So
1: we'll see if I get caught at the end. This is an operation here. Keeping it spreadsheets is. for trick or treat candy. We
0: gave candy Man. to to 600 kids last year, just over 600 kids. Wow.
1: That's, that's yeah. cool. That's a good, that's a good downtown downtown yeah, and do most of the businesses event. downtown event or, I mean, do they participate? Pretty much everybody. Yep. That's yep. cool. That that's fun. Well, and it's cool that Nick, you're not one of those, you know, grumpy old curmudgeon businesses that don't give away anything. You turn out your lights, put the closed sign on the door. And I am and don't. Teresa's
0: just Teresa saves the day for the kids. I'd lock that's her cool. up.
1: <laughs> now this is at your, this is at your business where you do the ax throwing and the escape room. It is. And, yep. and stuff like that. Oh, that's, that is pretty cool. Um, so what do you do for the adults at the, I mean, do the adults get anything in from the escape room or what do they? Well, we do? serve beer in the back, but it's, it's usually in the morning. So we don't get a lot of business at the beer counter. <laughs> <laughs> You're serving, but that's a good way to start the day. You know, get all tanked up on some beer first thing in the morning and throw some axes i feel like that but, plays better where art is if we had a whole bunch of art of resales
0: running down the street trick-or-treat we would probably pull a <laughs> few more in for the beer counter
1: art you know arts you know he keeps these a little small in stature he can probably still get away with trick-or-treating you know with a good mask where they we, don't see we'd him. give him the candy he if he brought the mario outfit <laughs> speaking of fun size you know <laughs> art of resale <laughs> is uh fun size and do you guys dress? Do you so do you dress up, You don't have an inflatable like pig costume or a cow costume or anything like that. That you're I think wearing I were just at the keeping same time. the farm animal theme. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a, an inflatable farmer. Wait, yeah, that's no, uh, I'd
0: dress up as the colonel for KFC. She's the chicken.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, that <laughs> is have awesome. a couple
0: costume. That's, I could probably dye this white and shave do. the rest off. and.
1: There you be little Colonel Sanders. What's there? You could be finger licking good. That could be <laughs> Yeah. Our I don't candy think Colonel is finger licking good. Is finger looking good? Well, I think that you should do something there at the escape room for the for the adult. come by
0: her. I might have passed the weight class for the Colonel. So I I think he was a skinny guy.
1: But we're gonna move on. What else went? Uh, what else went on <laughs> with your week there? Um. Oh, uh, so we worked on the audio. We did that. We're trying to find out if yep. that was, uh, if that was good. Oh, so I get this. Here's something that happened. So uh, the other day I get this emo- or I get a text from Jill and it's just cry. It's like one of the cry emojis, you know, when she's all sad and I'm like, oh, you know, oh, something happened i'm like what what's wrong you know i I message her real quick you know what's wrong everything okay and it comes back and she's like who needs who needs the hallmark channel when you have paul and lena and she had seen all of the all of the posts that came out congratulating uh paul philly flipper and his new bride to be lena i think i'm saying that right lena 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 um Paul proposed to Lena and man, it was a cool beachside setup. Go check out Paul's channel, check out his his vlog and, and his Instagram. But I want to throw out a congratulations to my friend, Paul Philly yep. Flipper, and uh to Lena for their like I say, their upcoming nuptials, if you will. I don't even know when the the date is. I haven't I haven't, I haven't heard watched anything on a that whole yet. lot of content or whatever. And um, I guess I'll know when it is when I get my invitation in the mail. To, <laughs> yeah, me too. To you know, you know, that'll be as good as getting a two hundred dollar box of candy. I get, well. I don't know. Is it really? I don't know. get yeah, it? Well,
0: yeah, it depends on <laughs> depends on the location. We'll say that the the candy's pretty enticing, but it's. I mean, with Paul, this this could be like a Kardashian wedding thing. This is going to be a big
1: one. And it could be good size if invites the reseller community. It could be huge. Yeah. Oh, you know, it'd be for the rest of us, you know, it'd be a destination wedding. If we're heading down there to Florida to, yeah. uh, you know, warm weather, I, you know, he's been, he's kind of fast tracked this whole thing. You know, didn't he just announce like two weeks ago that he actually had been dating her for a while and now they're, you yeah planning a, an engagement and a wedding so i don't know if they're postponing that for a while or not postponing but i don't know if that date's coming up later on but man i've no got one, no room no one to one talk there so far. yes
0: <laughs> i mean why is that we made quick decisions and and did the whole thing pretty quickly ourselves so
1: good for him yeah you know me too jill and i you know we've uh yeah we're on the we're on that fast track as well 35 (laughs) years in you'll get there you got to get to know a person before you um before you know you dive in there so congratulations to (laughs) to paul and um and to lena for that i I was super excited to see all of that stuff so what uh what else what else you got what else went on this week anything exciting that wasn't uh, reseller-related? Well, or... is, I yeah. mean,
0: it's it's reseller-related, but it's not. I got another package other than my candy. It, see, okay. I think the post office is just messing with me this week. They're sending me all kinds of okay. cool stuff that I okay. wasn't expecting. So we actually got a package from America Bubble Boy. Did you get one? No, I didn't order anything. A, a package we didn't order. We didn't order this. Oh, wait, was it addressed to you? It was addressed to me. It was addressed yeah, not to Teresa, you. so I got to decide
1: what happens with it. Yes, this time. and you get to open it, and you get to eat everything that's in the box. There was there food in the box. I don't know what, but Actually, American Bubble there, Boy. There is probably. some food in the box, believe it or not. Ooh, I'm intrigued. And so it, okay, It wait. wasn't plastic. So you go and you get that. You got a package. American Bubble Boy yep. sent you a package that you didn't order. I didn't get they a package. Did. Wait. Okay. What is in What's what's this package about
0: well the first thing on top of the package was this really cool Christmas card I don't know if you can see it but it's Abraham Lincoln holding bubble wrap and riding a bear <laughs> with wait, an American flag
1: wait let's uh let's solo lay out there <laughs> with their Amer- <laughs> okay the Isn't patriotic that the coolest card Christmas ever? card thing yes <laughs> I love that
0: so it was a Christmas so- package it was a care package okay and it had a little bit of had a little bit of everything in it it had some of their stuff so it got a sampler pack of the coffee the american bubble boy coffee and we do drink coffee oh. so we'll try that out i we'll want to let everybody know how that is i haven't tried I mean, it
1: i didn't know they sold coffee they do i guess i should get um, on their site and, and order so i haven't ordered anything yet maybe that's why i didn't get a care package you know, you know, it
0: might have something to do with that.
1: Sometimes <laughs> just being a nice guy doesn't doesn't benefit. It's not you. enough. What? No. Okay.
0: Christmas card and coffee, and that's yes. That's and we got more some Insta packs. Have you seen these? Oh, are those those things that like? Yeah, they when you b- blow up and mush the... them together, okay. they turn into this giant thing. So they kind of form around <laughs> whatever it is you're. You're trying to pack up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've had that situation of mushing something around and it turns into a giant thing. <laughs> Ken? PG. Please continue. It had
0: some it had some tape. I
1: got a six pack of tape in here.
0: The the so my go to. The my go to tape. My go to tape,
1: or did they send you somebody else's brand just to get rid of it so that they could, <laughs> they could? Yeah, it's it's all then... line tape. No, it's <laughs> it's the my go to tape.
0: And then the cool thing is, they sent me just something different from upstate New York. So we got some
1: Ben and Judy's syrup. Ben and Judy's here. I'm gonna make you big again here. Ben and Judy's syrup. Barrel manufactured, aged.
0: Yeah, manufactured in Beaver Creek Road, West Edmondson, New York. So.
1: Oh, that's and pretty that,
0: cool. That could have come a day earlier, Joel. I'm just saying I'm very thankful for the package, but that could have come a day earlier and it would have saved our household a little bit of turmoil because
1: we had a Uh-oh. bit of a pancake debacle at our house so, the night before. Well, let me guess, pancakes were were made, cooked, ready, stacked up, hot, buttered and no syrup. One syrup.
0: And okay. and it was not the typical what do you drink what don't drink syrup. What do you
1: use for syrup at your house? Uh just you know, uh just a regular old maple syrup like uh from you know, Mrs. Butterworth's or whatever yep. brand, probably probably most likely the great value Walmart brand of, of syrup. And that's usually what we use too, just a kind of
0: a generic maple syrup, just just normal syrup. And all we had was one little like four ounce bottle of some artisanal Canadian syrup that we got for Christmas from somebody (laughs) in a sample pack. Somebody that didn't care for you. And we we put it on there because it was all we had. And and let me just say, not all syrup is created equal. Not a pancake was was
1: consumed that day. (laughs) It was gross. Not good. Oh man, that's and then now you ruined a whole good stick. Of I, okay, so I've noticed here. So what what is the product that you're talking about right now? Just say it again. Pancakes, syrup. Uh, no, what do you, what do you put on? them? Oh, syrup. The Ben and Judy's. Okay, syrup. My uh, my dad always gets because I say syrup, like syrup. I'm putting syrup on it, and you said more like a syrup. Syrup. I don't know why I got my my voice. Um, syrup. <laughs> I have some uh, syrup for them. Syrup. I don't know. Syrup. That's how. I don't know. Did Maybe I pronounce that's me. Syrup. Maybe syrup? that's. I don't know. Maybe. I, I understood the product that you meant. I understood what you meant when you said syrup. But I guess I say it more. Syrup. I don't know. Tasty, sticky tree juice. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. That hey, that's the new. De- <laughs> Tree juice. Hey, did, honey, do we have any tree juice? I just made some... Uh, <laughs> some...
0: <laughs> old, All right, old, this, this has been a pretty
1: food-heavy episode, so we'll let you guys has. go. Now I'm going to go get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty hungry now. I need to make me up a stack of... Well, I got a bottle jacks. of syrup
0: here, so... Syrup, so syrup,
1: pancakes, syrup. and Syrup. Uh, <laughs> syrup. I went through... Um, I went through that one day to see what the difference between flapjacks and pancakes. Is there a difference? Like a, well, there is a difference. They, they kind of, they're pretty much one and the same, but it's the way that they're they're made or a couple of different ingredients that, that are, and I don't remember. I did all the, the research one time before because that's, that's where I hole. spend my brain power on is, you know. <laughs> It's like, wait, how's come they're called, some are called flapjacks and some are called pancakes. And, and so. I always assumed they were I the went, same thing. No, I think, I think flapjacks are more of like a, like a waffle sort of consistency, you know, like waffle batter or whatever is a little bit yep. different, but then you make it like pancake. I think that's right. I don't know. I, does it really matter? I guess. It does to me. Cause now I got to go look it up. <laughs> now you got to go look up. Hashtag Google flapjacks or whatever it is, but uh, yeah, it's on so my new, to-do list. Your um, your household was just all about food, candy, and everything sweet. It's... Did you, well? I guess we did talk about chickens, and chickens are you know yummy and delicious, just like candy and syrup and pancakes. Man, I'm hungry. We do this in the morning. Well, I, right after it's... we get done recording, I actually go next door and, uh, for, have breakfast for flapjacks <laughs> every Sunday morning. And so, yeah. Oh, I don't know if they're making. pancakes Usually they don't make pancakes. Sometimes, sometimes there's pancakes, but it's usually, you know, your standard breakfast fare, bacon, eggs, or sausage, yep. usually a potato of some.
0: Is it some now that I think it, about it, it's been kind of a week of, of food talk. Cause we talked on the phone earlier this week and we had a discussion about cocoa, wheats. another
1: breakfast oh, food. Yes. oh i love cocoa especially like this time of year i love okay so do you like okay we we kind of talked about this so i know the answer but we'll see we'll see if there's any comments first of all cocoa wheats yummy and delicious
0: um fantastic breakfast
1: food actually it's fantastic anytime food it is really you know mostly mostly for me it's like a fall and a winter time you know kind of get that hot Yep. chocolatey, cocoa, Coke, cocoa, Coke, cocoa. Cocoa Coke, I don't, co- we'll give co-o-coy-ly. it to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yummy goodness. We'll just go with that. You get that yummy goodness of uh cocoa wheats and I, I like them. Do you like them lumpy or do you like them smooth and creamy? I
0: like like a cinder block. Like just a big chunk that I can break up into little chunks. So I I like
1: it to come out like a big gelatin glob. You're not stirring them a whole lot when you're cooking them. You're just letting them kind of solidify in the bottom, a little less liquid.
0: Yeah, I like to put enough cocoa weeds in the water that
1: you can't stir them. Like get it good (laughs) and thick. (laughs) Yeah, I I like my mostly... Creamy, but I love when you like find like a bonus lump, like a bonus little yep. clump of co- oh, that's a little bit of milk on there, little like warm up the milk a little bit so it doesn't cool down the cocoa wheats. a little bit of sugar on and sugar it's got to be the top. it's got to be
0: the cocoa wheats. it can't be that malto meal crap. Oh, no, 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 Nobody
1: like, I've, eats I've had
0: <laughs> Teresa tried to switch that on me one year. She's like,
1: Well, just try this, it was cheaper. I was like, no. <laughs> that's not good yeah that's now some things you know it's just like our show sponsor Kraft macaroni and cheese it is the cheesiest <laughs> and there is no substitute for Kraft just the same as there's who makes cocoa wheats what is the brand company oh wouldn't that be I great don't. if it was the Kraft Corporation because maybe it we could do be.
0: a corporate tie-in I and have if, a box out there but I'm not going out to get
1: it you can eat Kraft <laughs> all day long Start your morning, you know, a well-balanced breakfast of lumpy cocoa wheats. And did some, uh, did
0: Miss Bill ever try and switch it out when you were growing up and give you that the uh,
1: cream of wheat instead of cocoa wheat? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. My my dad will eat cream of wheat. I'm not a cream of wheat fan mm-hmm. at all. Um Well, I shouldn't it's like say eating, at all. it's like it's like eating wheat. cotton balls.
0: There's just not there's nothing
1: there. Yeah, there's no taste. I, not a fan. Now, how about oatmeal, though? Are you a fan of oatmeal? I like oatmeal. oatmeal. Sure. Yeah. Yep. With brown like sugar oatmeal. and butter. Yes. Anything that I can put extra sugar in, yes. I'm good. You know, you don't really need extra sugar in the cocoa wheats. You don't really need extra sugar in. Oh, yes, you, know, you do. <laughs> you need extra sugar in your craft macaroni and cheese. But, you know, I'm going to sugar that baby. No, I don't. <laughs> did you say, I was going to say, did you say sugar in your mac and cheese?
0: <laughs> did we do However, anything non-food related this week um well I asked did we I I guess I
1: should have said did you <laughs> did I do anything not um I did have a a private pick that I went to that went oh you were telling me about that yeah it was it was okay it was a little bit different than what I thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna be you know a, a, a kind of a whole household it ended up to be like stuff in the garage. And I picked up, I picked up some decent stuff this, uh, at the, at the sale or wasn't, it wasn't really a sale. It was just a private pick. They were trying to, everything that was left basically after they had cleaned out the house was, um, it was all going to Goodwill on, you know, at the end of the week here, they were going to clean out. That was the the last ditch effort. So anything that was left over, it was just come over, take what you want. I did fill up the truck you know for sure the back and the back end of the anything truck you're and gonna the list. back seat and i had jill had to sit and hold half of the stuff that we got because <laughs> we had stuff that you know it's like okay you get in then i'll hand you all of this stuff uh yeah there's there's some stuff that i'm gonna list there was um uh i took two or three boxes of vhs tapes uh but one of the boxes had a vhs player in it and okay. so I'll be able to resell that. There was, um, uh, I can't even remember some other Christmassy related items. There was a little bit of clothing. There was just stuff, nothing that I would say, you know, oh, this is, you know, oh, I picked up this thing, but, uh, just extra nothing stuff. super is, exciting. No, I would s- probably basically more stuff than I'm going to set on the pile out in the garage and then get to it. Eventually <laughs> there's nothing that I had to get listed right away. But but, Teresa, uh,
0: Teresa bought a new Christmas village just yesterday. We would, we went to an estate I, sale. Matter of fact, when we're done here today, yes. she plans on dragging me back to that estate sale again. Cause they're 50% off today, but yeah, she bought oh, okay. another department 56 uh, Christmas okay. village. She bought the, she bought the whole, Land. the whole village yep so she's got i don't know i i think she spent just under four hundred dollars on it and there was 70 73 pieces so oh wow that's she a, paid up that's a little a lot bit of but but i think she'll i think we'll do good we looked enough of them up to know that i mean at yeah you know basically five five and a half six dollars a piece we're gonna do pretty decent on it so
1: oh yeah especially that many that many pieces um, or did they all have the boxes and stuff to them? Yep, everything's boxed. Yep. That's, all the boxes of cool. home are there. That takes a, a little bit of time to list them. I know, you know, here shameless plug on my 10 versus 10 episode uh Thursdays at 11 Eastern uh over <laughs> on my SSK promo channel. Uh that was one of the things I listed this week was department yep. 56 items. You know, and you got to get them all out, you got to set them up if they have lighting pictures you got to test that you got to you know get good photos then you got to box them all back up and there's
0: always one little porch light or flag or something on the building that needs a dot of glue on it because they're just a pain in the butt yeah Teresa does those she she loves doing them like she'll set yeah 30 or 40 of them out for for an afternoon and she'll just burn through them so the problem is space yeah they take up a lot of room
1: i only had like uh right now currently in that lot that I, buy. I think there was nine of them total so it wasn't anything you know two and i had like about seven bucks a piece of them and i sold the first piece within about an hour of listing it uh yep. sold for 30 bucks so and it was it was kooky because it was one of the the smallest it was the smallest box of all the pieces that uh sold like I said within about an hour for For thirty bucks, so that was cool to kick off the, kick off the sales for that week's episode. I think Uh, this will be our fourth or,
0: probably our fourth or fifth big department fifty-six buy. This would be, probably the third from the biggest. So it's one of our smaller buys, but I I think she's gonna do. We've done really well with all of them, so yeah. We figure as long as we can get them. Under seven or eight dollars a building, you really aren't going to get hurt on them. You're going to average out pretty decent. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and hopefully a lot of them will go this season yet, so that you don't have to store them all through all through the next year. You know what? I need to get. I need to get me a Teresa. You, yeah.
0: Everybody needs a
1: Teresa. She's she's a workhorse. Well, because she seems to 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 thrive and enjoy doing the tedious stuff. That's that, where she's at you home. You know, taking those, taking those things out of the boxes, setting them up, you know, and and, and the thing that helps is she gets the joy out of it. She, not only learning and the knowledge and stuff, but just like what you guys do with all the Barbies and all the, the big lots of Barbies and all of that sort of stuff that yep. to go through that stuff just takes time. And it's, you know, you know I steer away Christmas. from some of that.
0: She asked for Christmas one year one of those one of those puzzles without a picture on it. Just like a blank puzzle that's like three thousand pieces, but there's no picture on it. It's just all white or all black. Okay. And she wanted like she asked for that for Christmas. If you gave me that for Christmas, we're not friends anymore. Like I would be angry. <laughs> and that's just the kind of tedious thing she'll sit down and
1: do for days. That's uh yeah. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Teresa on my Christmas list. You I'm know. gonna find a box uh, big enough to put her in. <laughs> <laughs> and say, hey, how about that one that the candy came in? You were talking about how, it's close. how big that box was. But uh yeah, that would that would be great. Well, good luck with that that buy of the Department 56. But um what else? Uh you know, let's get into our reselling topic here. We're just gonna change gears, you know, that whole quick segue hey speaking of reselling and goodbyes <laughs> and good buyers goodbyes um, goodbye yeah <laughs> thanks for coming that's, we appreciate it's been it. a show we're gonna wrap it up short check us out on the holiday live tour Thursday night at uh, <laughs> we, we've really PM got to fix Eastern. that picture we do yes that Corey's like oh man
0: That was right after Teresa delivered the candy and told me I couldn't have any. That's what that
1: is. (laughs) So uh, we were we were talking earlier in the in the week about just kind of eBay and sales and stuff in general. And some of our situations that we've had come up. And, you know, when you when you look at a lot of the 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 Facebook groups that are about reselling or you watch, you know, a lot of people's videos and stuff, uh, sometimes the, the buyers get a little short-sighted because most of the time people want to bring up a bad experience or maybe it's not even they're bringing it up to complain about a buyer. They're bringing it up to ask a question like, this buyer did this or this is this situation. And then they're asking an honest question. And then then your comments get to be, you know, skews to oh, the negative I would, yeah I would block them and I would love a blah, blunt blah, blah, they're just trying to scam 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 but,
0: well then not to not to agree with them but I'm always on the block them first list but no yeah. <laughs> the the comments do tend to skew very negative very quickly in yeah when it when it comes down to a buyer is doing something type of comment
1: yeah yeah I agree but I think over overall though if you look at your sales and I think any reseller, I could probably say this, if you have a problem with every buyer, maybe perhaps you need to look at your own self and your own customer service. But <laughs> if you look at your, your sales as a whole, the amount of items that you know, a lot of us ship out if you ship out tons of stuff or even if you're, you know, kind of a hobby guy that ships out, you know, three or four packages a week, the majority of those buyers are good buyers without incident without um you know they may leave a positive feedback they may not i consider sometimes i consider no feedback at all to be just as good as a positive feedback because you send out you know an item and you don't hear anything you're assuming hey that transaction went well you know the money's yeah. in my in my bank account and and stuff but i had a couple of good uh, buyer experiences one was not really necessary a buyer experience, but more of a of an eBay experience that I have a question on. But um, I guess the, the, the first one that I would go into that was kind of a positive experience was um, I had a buyer contact me and said they had received an item and they really liked the item and they went to leave me feedback, uh, positive okay. feedback. And somehow it ended up, it it clicked in as neutral, as a neutral feedback. And they, you know, they kind of had a positive comment and they were concerned about that. They didn't want to, I don't know if they were another reseller or if they just a a conscientious, conscientious, what's that word? That's a tough one.
0: Yeah. Conscientious, conscientious.
1: There you go. Concierge. Yeah. Yes, they were. I have my own eBay concierge uh so they did they just crunch. forget to click the stars is that how you how it would be neutrals if you just don't click the stars well no I think when you leave feedback for somebody you can choose positive neutral or negative okay and I guess I don't do it I'm not sure because I'm not usually the one leaving the feedback and the
0: feedback we do leave is automated now so okay we're never well, on what, that side of the
1: transaction when, so when you buy something from somebody on eBay or anything like that, you're not giving them a a positive feedback?
0: Almost never, I don't think. I mean, unless something was abnormal now, about Corey, the transaction. So in you, a good if it was way.
1: abnormal, you okay.
0: Well, oh, good yeah, or bad. If it use... was if it was out of the ordinary, like if they did really good customer service or or did something yeah. extra or or just really botched the transaction and did something really bad. If there was something yeah. out of the ordinary or unusual, okay. we would leave feedback, I'm I'm certain. But if it was just okay. business as usual, buy this, ship this, got this, I, yeah. I think we almost never leave feedback. But it's that way across the board on Amazon and eBay and everywhere we shop.
1: Yeah, usually amazon i'm not doing any anything like that but ebay i always leave you know because again i like to support the other sellers i like to support the platform i like to to go through that so i i will always leave even when i even when i do the um like order my ebay supplies Mm -hmm. you know hey there you go shout out to the ebay coupon if you have a store and you haven't used your fourth quarter coupon yet go find your code and order you some supplies but uh, I'll even leave feedback for there. Plus, you know, eventually eBay will start, you know, sending you constant emails. Hey, remember to leave feedback. Remember to leave feedback, <laughs> which I think usually that's what happens And a lot of my feedback is like, man, that person bought this thing a month ago and I'm just now yeah. getting feedback. It's probably because they got that that email. Uh, but anyway, back to the situation, the person had left me a neutral feedback. I hadn't even seen it yet, but they were concerned and they reached out to me and said, Hey, I, I, I like the, you know, the item that I got, I tried to leave positive feedback, but something happened and it came up as neutral and they even took it upon themselves to contact somebody or Google it or figure it out and found out that the only thing that they could do was reach out to me and ask me for a feedback revision Yep, uh, to the thing. Of which you know i had to go i hadn't had that situation happen so i had to go out and look up a little bit of info myself and uh talk you know, about going above me. and beyond like yeah who does that <laughs> i know as a, as a customer just you know they could have just left it as neutral and went on and not even concerned themselves but i was able to send um that feedback revision and i'd say you know within five ten minutes of that they had sent me a message back and thanked me for sending them the revision request and they changed it to a positive and uh yeah. you know it would, a, a good review. So that was that was cool. I I really appreciated that. And, and one of the other reasons why I like to leave positive feedback for um, anybody, uh, even if it's like the boxes that I get from the Amazon from the not Amazon, but the eBay supplies, if I buy from a personal buyer, I leave. I leave the feedback again. Just uh, we talked about you know giving out yep. eBay gift cards this year. You know to help support the platform itself. You know if somebody. Yeah, wants I've got to get better. From
0: us. I've got to get better at that. I suppose that's. I don't. That's just something you don't think about as a consumer. If I didn't sell on the platform, it probably yeah. would never even come up. It would never even be a thought. But because I do sell on the platform, it's something I should get better at. Is leaving. Yeah leaving positive feedback dirt. And I think in general, like what we're talking about 99.9%. I mean, if, if you have less than 90% of your feedback is not good, like either no feedback or good feedback, then you're probably doing something wrong as a seller, right? Yeah. I mean, almost, you know, if you do a thousand transactions and you have one or two of those that are negative experiences, that's, that's up there. I
1: mean, that's, that's a, good yeah. percentage that's a good track record mind. that you're that you're keeping, you know, keeping that many customers happy. And I don't really think on eBay or the platform, you know, these these days that how much people even take a look at the the feedback when they are purchasing something. I don't know if that's important to somebody. I know when I'm going was... out to buy something, I I check, I look and see, you know, if they have if they're still in that 99% range in this stuff. I don't even concern myself or, you know, if it's low. I just than look that. to make
0: sure there is there is feedback and it's above 90% and I don't I yeah. mean as long as it's not like they've only had two reviews ever or they have no feedback at all, but if if there's at least a little bit of feedback and it's positive feedback, then I'm yeah, pretty comfortable ordering. I mean, eBay has such a good buyer protection built yes. in that i usually don't get too nervous unless they just have like 40 bad reviews and there are there are buyers out yeah. there with a lot of negative reviews
1: yes and yeah I tend and to I stay try to... them, but well and there are filters as a seller there are filters to you know people that have what low rating or non-payments yep. and stuff like that you can filter them out from yep. even being able Buying to buy stuff but By
0: and large, most of our experiences are are good. Even like this week alone, over the past week or two, we've had two different buyers that kind of went above and beyond trying to be decent humans and and did stuff they didn't have to do. Like one of them was we shipped out silverware to two different Uh customers that ordered on the same day, and we mixed the boxes up. So we sent one lady four spoons who ordered forks and one fork who ordered spoons – and we had to talk with both customers to get it rerouted. And oh, I and thought you were trying back. to hook,
1: I thought you were trying to like get those two customers hooked up to so they could share a meal, you know? One, <laughs> yeah. you know, one could bring some soup with the spoons, the other, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, but lucky you. We know, like
0: we that. know a guy who's missing all of his forks and you got all the forks. <laughs> 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 no, we actually, we actually sent them labels and they shipped their silverware across to each other. And they communicated with us the whole time and and both of them have confirmed they got the correct package now and it was super easy, which could have been a very yeah. difficult and
1: profit yes. losing
0: situation had both customers not just been fantastic to deal with. Yeah. Um and we well, and the the next we sent out have you ever been ice fishing?
1: Uh I have
0: That's not. A, they have these little like- things called pop-ups.
1: Now, hold on, Corey. You know, I am here coming up. I'm going to be starting my new segment, Ken Complains (laughs) About Winter. Do you think a guy that's going to do Ken Complains About Winter is going to sit out in the middle of the cold just to fish? Now, I love fishing. I'm a fair weather fisherman. And now I suppose ice fishing in one of those shacks, you know, where you got a heater and stuff, that wouldn't be bad. But around here, it doesn't deep freeze like that enough to really... Yeah, if you're really getting really cold ice
0: fishing, you're doing it wrong. We we ice fish in a in a shack with a heater and all that. But okay. So, they have pop-ups for outside the shack that you could put your fishing line on, and when you get a fish or a bite, it pops this little flag up. <coughs> okay, yeah. So we, we had a, a couple of those. Yes. We had a couple <laughs> of those brand new, and the okay. guy ordered two of them. He ordered both of them we had. Okay. We shipped him just one. Ah, and we shipped it out ground advantage. Okay. Which is how he ordered it. But we put it in one of those priority shoe boxes and didn't change okay. the shipping. So not only did he only get half his order, when he got his order at the post office, he had to go pick it up from the station and pay $4 for them to release it because it was underpaid. Ouch. <laughs> so, yeah. That's. Uh... And and this guy has been nothing but super nice. Like we're we're shipping All his things. other package out tomorrow. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's been he's been great. Like we're gonna refund him the four dollars that he lost and
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that it's always helpful when the people are are understanding, but yeah, both of those situations. Isn't that just uh a horrible feeling though when you get that notification from that customer it's like hey i ordered spoons and i got forks or you know hey i was supposed to get i was supposed to get two of these i got one and i had to pay four bucks for it four extra dollars and you just your your stomach kind of turns over and it's like it's going to be one of those people
0: people talk about loving to hear that that cha-ching sound from ebay and that may be one of the best sounds to hear but that email chime yeah on ebay is is got to be one of the worst because it's it's very seldom you get one of those emails coming in from a previous order that's that's a good thing now they had changed
1: over not too long ago where you get it used to be the best uh when somebody sent you a best offer it was a cha-ching and now it's that notification sound that comes up and so where you used to be like oh you'd hear that little chime it's like ah uh, this isn't good now at least a lot of times it's positive with it with the best offer and i always hated that you know it's that whole week or whatever if when you shipped out like a big ceramic christmas tree you know that somebody paid yep. you 130 bucks for and you know you've got it wrapped up it's just like please don't be about that. Please don't be about that. You're, you know, when you hear that little chime and uh, I think we've, we've always
0: got that one order out there that we're waiting for that 30 day period to run out on that. We're just like, please don't have an issue. (laughs) We've always got kind of one of them in the queue that are like that. But
1: so I had one like that. Well, I want to talk about my other one that was, uh, I have a couple of other things that are along that good buyer experience. And one had to do with like a, a, i i'm a negotiating guy like when i'm when i'm buying because i've always talked about how you yeah. gotta you know you make your money in the buy you hear that i didn't i didn't come up with that uh, but it is a true statement and so i negotiate actually that's stuff.
0: Stuff. that's false you don't get any money until the customer pays you well this is true but but it's, i see the center like i get i get what they're yeah. saying and it's true. Yeah.
1: And and yeah, if you, if you can, if, you know, just for numbers, if you can buy something for $5, or if you can buy a $5 item for $3, because you negotiated or whatever, that's, that's making more money. That's making those fees. That's my, but that's a whole different conversation. But uh, so, you know, when you do take best offers, you get a lot of um, uh, low ball, you can get a lot of low ball offers. And I love when, people are negotiating with you through the offers. I had an item the other day that, you know, I get the initial offer that's just like low, but it's less than half price on an item. And it's just like, okay, that's ridiculous. So I send back an an offer that's kind of equally as ridiculous below my, my current price. Well, then that started like a whole back and forth they offered a little bit more i took a little bit off they offered a little bit more i took a little bit off so after it was (laughs) the fair negotiation after the low ball offer and it's like to me that's the kind of customer that i like somebody that's gonna because you get so many low ball offers you counter offer and then you just never hear of anybody again and
0: are you one of the the guys that will just just kind of block them and be done with it or do you always counter
1: Oh, I no! I always counter if, yeah, if their offer is, if their offer is just stupid, ridiculous low, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take a, I'll take a buck or something off of my, my asking price, you know, just to send back and say, you know, I'm not goofing around. <laughs> I don't even message. I just take a little bit off and, and whatever. If they come back with another offer, that's a little bit higher. Then I start that whole kind of, best offer negotiation process. So I ended up selling the item to this person that it was an initial low ball offer for uh, a price that I was, I was good with. Again, I'm, yep. I'm in that mindset now that I'm not married to this inventory. I can, I want to move it along. Was it a little less than maybe what I could have got out of it? That's one thing I struggle with all the time is. You know, do I leave money on the table? Uh, but I've I've said before on here, too, I think there's a big difference between leaving money on the table and putting food on the table. Because well, I there's do this as a full-time business.
0: Yeah. There's an inventory cost to having something on your shelves, too. You yes. have X amount of space that you have that you can take up, and every item that's taking up space is costing you something. So there's exactly. there's some to be said for getting it out the door,
1: so for me, that was a a good buyer experience this week. You know, what started yeah. out as uh, another low ball ended up to be a a fair negotiation. i I like that going back and forth. And you kind of meet I, in the middle. I'm not a big there. fan
0: of the back and forth. I don't mind the back and forth a little bit.
1: I don't like the back and forth yeah. back and
0: forth multiple times. Yeah. I, I, we will generally do, even if it's a low ball offer, we'll counter with a really, with a decent, you know, say if we're willing to take 20% off that we'll go right there and yeah. send that back. And then when they send out the next offer, which they always do, we just decline everything from then on.
1: Yeah, I, I would do that. I will either, if it's still just too low, I will just decline it so they get the hint. Or if I get to that point that is, that's this is the lowest that I'm gonna sell that 20% off or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they counter, I just I will counter with the same number over. Do you you know, set over up your, and over
0: your auto decline? I do not. We do, do we've not. started doing that on more and more products. That's been really nice because you really it kind of takes all those lowball offers and just gets them out yeah. of there. You never the only you reason don't that see them anymore. I
1: don't do that when I first started, I used to do that all the time. But that that whole process, uh, I I don't know. Just for numbers, you have a a fifty dollar item, and you say mm-hmm. the lowest that I'm going to take for that is is thirty five dollars. Okay, just to throw a number out there, and you put that in there as an auto decline. Well, at some point, if I'm trying to clear out inventory or whatever, and let's say I run a fifty percent sale, that's oh, going to bring yeah. that item to twenty five dollars. That lowest offer things screws with you being able to put a price lower than the item that you the offer the lowest offer that you accepted will accept that's a good point yep I hadn't and thought so of that. it it used to mess with a lot of stuff and finally it's like you know what i don't mind the negotiation process i don't mind the back and forth some people are ridiculous about it with their low balls and most of the time when they're low ball and you you send your offer back there you just don't hear from them again and it's one i don't mind interview. it it
0: doesn't it, the back and forth doesn't bother me it's just you only have so much time in a day and when you're dealing with 40 of those a day on yeah. some days it gets to be a lot
1: hey i would love to deal with 40 of those a day <laughs> you know i'm talking you know it, you know of that whole back and forth few times a week now i get a, a number of offers and it's either you send back the a counter offer or a, just a straight up decline but you send back that counter offer and, uh, they're either buying it at that point, or they might give you like in this instance, they'll give you a little bit of back and forth. And I appreciate that. Then it always gets to that point where you go, ah, if I try to squeak out just a little bit more money, are they, they just leave. gonna dump out? And it's like, <laughs> damn, I could, have, I could have sold that for, you know, the 25 bucks, it. but I wanted 28 and, and, and then you lose the sale. But uh, kind of my last uh, instance is really kind of a more of a question, too. I had a uh, an item that I it was a video game that I had sent out. And the buyer opened a case and said that yeah. it was that they had not received the item. OK, so I go out and I check in my um, check my. Uh, stat, my order status or whatever. And it shows that it had been delivered. I have tracking information that shows it's delivered. So I went through those processes when the case was open and I sent the tracking information to the buyer. And then you can also do the contact the buyer. And I sent them that information yeah. in that as well that showed that it was there. And and I didn't hear anything back. So I figured, okay, I'm, I'm not a person that immediately goes to scam, you know, I'm getting, I'm being scammed by this buyer. I always give everybody kind of the benefit of the doubt. So I figured that yep. it was, uh, they didn't, they didn't get it. They put in the case. I sent my information Then I didn't hear anything at all. I figured, well, this is probably a person that was trying to get me to do a partial refund or, you know, something like that, to, uh, um, or refund the money and they kept the game. So it come up later on now, when you get to that 28 days into that 30 day, where the case is open on the item, then I get a notification again, my little chime ring. Oh, Hey, best offer. (laughs) Oh no case. They've asked the eBay to intervene on the case because they didn't, they didn't do it. And eBay will review it. And at that point, then eBay's holding my funds on this item. Right. Now we're not talking like tons, it's 30, 35 bucks or something that they're, they're holding my funds, which sometimes I don't think that is fair, but I understand that those seller and buyer protections, I would want that as a buyer, I would want that, yep. you know, protection myself. So I get that notification about, you know, 30 minutes goes by or whatever, I get a, another chime and eBay has, uh, close the case in my favor because the
0: almost always will if tracking shows it was delivered.
1: Yeah. I had the tracking and it was there. And so my, I guess where my question is that I don't know, and I can, you know, I could probably research this myself, but I would ask in the, uh, (laughs) in the comments if people had any similar situations, but my concern is about the buyer, because there is so many, Uh, you know, people steal packages off of people's porches or maybe the postal carrier delivered it to the wrong address and those people didn't try to seek anybody out. They just kept it or whatever. What happens to the buyer at that point? Let's say they legitimately, they bought this game from me. It was delivered to a wrong address because obviously there was tracking information that showed that it was delivered someplace they open up a case on their end uh the cases in my favor what what happens to that buyer if they are on the up and up are they just out their 30 bucks or i don't know that's, did, did, well, that's, a, don't good, know that's a good happens.
0: question i'm not sure what what the recourse is at that point i mean for, for me it you know ebay either makes it right which it it's not really ebay's fault it's not your fault it's not their fault so it's kind of a no fault thing
1: yeah but somebody's out money someplace right if ebay does side in my favor i'm out 35 bucks for something that shows that it was tracked and delivered and this customer if they are on the up and up and legitimate which i like to think that most people that most people are especially if they went all the way to that 30 day
0: mark and they're still trying to get it resolved most scammers are pretty lazy and they quit after the first attempt. Yeah. So, so yeah, it would, it would make me think that was real. I don't know. If I would say if eBay didn't make it right as a courtesy to a buyer, my only recourse that I would think of is, is I would dispute it on my own credit card or bank and say I never received this item. And usually the bank and the credit card is going to take your side to the, I mean, usually. Yeah
1: yeah so they would well i don't know if the credit card company do they take that up with ebay then or do they just refund you know and again it's not like yeah. it was a 3500 hundred dollar item it was you know 30 bucks plus shipping you know whatever video game was you know five But what bucks if it was a 3500
0: hundred dollar item yeah you just never i don't you never you know, know. the consequences
1: are just higher I, so i don't know that's a question that i have maybe maybe somebody um Can I could go out on the Facebook groups and all that, but then sometimes you go out. We talked about that a little bit earlier. You go out and you ask a legitimate question as a seller or as a buyer, and then you get all of this negativity uh, or people go, you know, "Eh, that's been discussed a hundred times in this. You should just go search. And there is all that due diligence. I'm a guy that's always going to search and look up the stuff myself, but- in this platform, and it might be a good discussion if somebody had something in the comments that they know what what happens to the buyer again. Customer I just, service. I just um, asked
0: the question, oh the kind of in like in passing. I'll I'll say I wonder what happens in this situation where Teresa yeah. can hear me pondering, and she can't oh. help herself; she'll Google it. Okay, so I just have to ponder out loud. Can in, you in the can, presence of Teresa? <laughs> Can you go get Teresa right now? No, it's it's early. She's in no. bed. She'll throw something at me. Oh. That's oh. we don't need that. We don't need Probably that. Probably one of my books that don't have bookshelves anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, you know you're a reseller if Yeah. Go yeah. Right. Graham stole so, all my bookshelves out of my bedroom this week because okay. she needed a place to put her Stampin' Up collection that she
1: bought. So you guys bought this big Stampin' Up, like tons of stuff, right? Yeah, A like three
0: hundred pieces or something, like two, three hundred pieces of Stampin' Up stuff. Yep, and and it's been sitting. I mean, if you've been watching the videos on Grams and Pops, we've yeah. talked about it in like four episodes. It's been sitting on my tables and on the floor, and I guess she got sick of it because I came in the house one afternoon and all my books in our in my bookshelves in my room are just on piles on the floor and my bookshelves are gone
1: (laughs) she just and they stole my bookshelves we we said that and they are here now look there's Corey's bedroom bookshelves are now in the warehouse she stacked uh, them and
0: screwed them to a wall and filled them up with stamping up
1: oh is this whole department 56 beside this in the in the photo too is that all christmas right there yeah
0: we have two of those green shelves like that one on either side of my old bookshelves (laughs) that are all department 56.
1: So now you just have a pile of books in your bedroom that she can, she can pick up and wing at you when you wake her up too early. Yes. Yep. Oh, so you know, what would be nice though? You should make her, Oh, look how we're going to bring this one all the way around Corey, before we end the show, you should go make (laughs) her a stack of pancakes with your American Bubble Boy syrup, and then maybe maybe some cocoa wheat some lumpy cocoa weeks. take her breakfast in bed, all right? She wakes up, she's like, why are you, you know, she's got the book in hand and she's like, oh, Corey made me breakfast. And then that you could like go- sounds like a
0: horrible idea.
1: You could be like, here you go, honey. And then you could go, hey, Ken wants to know what happens to a buyer <laughs> when they don't legitimately receive their package and see, it's a win-win for both of us. Here's a, here's some breakfast. I was also wondering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get me hurt.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyway, Corey, that's it. You got anything? We say we brought the show all the way back around. You got anything else before we see the folks Thursday oh night?
0: <laughs> we got to talk about that photo.
1: We're going to get that photo changed as we pitch this show this week. But uh, if you are here this long in the show all the way to the end, we appreciate it. And yeah, thank uh, you. we will see you live. We're sorry. <laughs> yes. For all of the we, shenanigans. Hey, we should just re-record this. You want to start over and re-record? No, we I should. think this <laughs> was a great show. This is a great show. I had fun with this one. But, I'm looking uh, forward we'll see to seeing everybody... everybody.
0: Thursday and doing a live show I the last thing we did even remotely live was at the rally and and it wasn't live to YouTube but it was live and in person so this is going to be a first for me here which yeah come over
1: join the chat that's the fun part join the chat we're going to do kind of that uh trivia game that quizzes or whatever trivia game it's going to be all kind of Halloween uh related and uh, just gonna just gonna be fun. So we hope everybody shows up there. I'm gonna throw up this disgruntled, uh, <laughs> disgruntled grams or good gr- dis, disgruntled pops. pops. Disgrun- good lord, Disgr- man! I can't talk. <laughs> I'm just gonna end.